Good morning. It is February 14th, 2019. Happy Valentine's Day to all you beautiful people out there. This is the Morning Brew Commute, the audio version of the best newsletter in the game. To jump right into it, some breaking news overnight. Airbus will scrap the A380 Super Jumbo Jet. The U.S. Treasury ran a deficient budget of $319 billion in the first three months of the government fiscal year, growing 42% year-over-year. This fiscal deficit is expected to hit a trillion by 2022. Inflation. These days is looking more like inflation. The consumer price index in January held steady for a third month in a row with lower gas prices offsetting the increases in the other sectors. For some telecom news, Sprint and T-Mobile defend their merger in D.C. As you know, Sprint is looking to be acquired by T-Mobile. And to make sure there's no uh, monopolies being created, you can see that the U.S. Congress is putting in the decision to accept that or not. Congress doesn't really have any power to prove the deal, but it would be the responsibility of the Department of Justice and the FCC. For some fraud news, it's always the person you least expect. The former lawyer, quote, responsible for Apple's compliance with security laws, unquote, has been charged by the SEC for insider trading. Ex-Apple exec Gene Levoff was accused of exploiting his position at Apple to trade stocks ahead of earnings. Sounds juicy. More details, please. According to the SEC, he traded user insider knowledge on at least three occasions in 2015 and 16 and had a history of trading before that. One sampling from 2015, Levoff allegedly caught wind that Apple would miss its Q3 iPhone estimates that year. Then, quote, between July 17th and the public release of the Apple's quarterly earnings on July 21st, Levoff sold approximately 10 million of Apple stock, avoiding about 343,000 in losses. For some apparel news, Levi plans to let it rip with an IPO. That's Levi Strauss's plan as it filed its initial paperwork for an IPO this week for the second time. Levi's took things private back in 1985. Reports suggest that they're looking to raise between 600 and 800 million at a 5 billion valuation this time around. For some medical device news, because we never said, saw a robot say, ew, blood. No, that's not your doctor playing Red Dead Redemption on his lunch break. He's using the Arius Health, a surgical robotics company Johnson & Johnson will acquire for about $3.4 billion in cash. The deal gives Johnson & Johnson, who's the largest healthcare products manufacturer, a leg up in diagnostic and early intervention tools for lung cancer, an area where Arius has developed high-tech surgical scopes that can quickly identify cancerous tumors. Zoom out. Johnson & Johnson's deal shows that there's a strong appetite among medical companies for developing tech to make surgery, one, less invasive, and two, much safer. This is pretty funny. Aurora's Medical Holdings AG, not to be confused with Aurora's Health, was dot, 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 confused with Aurora's Health. Investors mistakenly bought its stock, which rose as much as 30% earlier in the day. For some organized crime news, El Chapo, now the trial is over. The Mexican drug lord El Chapo faces life in prison. And now we can take stock of just how astonishing his business operation, where prosecutors said they netted him $14 billion in drug profits. The Wall Street Journal has a story, and the highlights are... The cart to quote, the cartels established a payroll for corrupt officials who escorted drug shipments and tipped off cartel members about law enforcement and operations. 
The salaries for corrupt officials ex- exceeded $1 million a month, one witness testified, unquote. For some accounting, quote, the cardo used debit cards that could be loaded up with as much as 9900 per card, unlike cash, which is made of linen that can absorb drug revenue and attract drug-sifting dogs. Debit cards can be easily cleaned. For some logistics, quote, workers installed train spurs inside warehouses in cities such as Chicago and New York where they could park the trains and sledgehammer the drugs out of metal walls without arousing law enforcement suspicion. The bottom line, El Chapo's empire, quote, rivaled governments and multinational companies in its power and sophistication. To round it out, what else is new- brewing? Google, who's gone up 0.09%, is spending $13 billion on data centers and offices across the U.S. throughout 2019. Apple will reportedly reveal its new subscription and streaming video services at a potentially star-studded March 25th event. Cisco, up 3.73 after hours, doesn't need a Valentine with numbers like these. The network equipment giant beat on the top and bottom lines thanks to a strong showing from, well, all its business units. RIP opportunity. NASA's Mars rover hasn't returned any calls, and now its mission has declared over after 15 years. For some Valentine's Day trivia, according to the research from Stanford, what percentage of U.S. heterosexual couples who met in 2017 met O-line? What about same-sex couples? Well, the answer is about 39% of heterosexual couples and about 65% of same-sex couples. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Brew Commute. Don't forget to sign up for The Morning Brew, the best newsletter in the game from Wall Street to Silicon Valley. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much.